I mean, he, what he did was, he, he always took me in no matter how bad I did. When I was broke, he made sure he broke the word broke. I couldn't believe when I was doing all my dirt, all on my lonely, that he would look at me as his lovely beloved. How could I do the dirt that I was doing? But he looked at me as his beloved. This man took me in, turned my intimidating demeanor into a humble servant. He turned my frown into a smile. He took away the doggy doo-doo, but still placed me on top of the pile. He made my sad days glad and where he gets all the praise even when I'm mad. The best thing is that I'm his best child. I am his best child, so I can call him God. I could call him Jehovah. I could call him, call him Abba. I could call him Father Abba. I could call him Abba Father. Or if I wanted to, I could simply call him Dad. The best thing is that he loves me. And it brings trust. So, so, so whenever I feel despair and the whisper thinks he has me stuck in his lair, no matter how deep I'm in, the Holy Spirit lifts me up out of sin. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a poet and I know it. I have to thank Christ for always being my go-to guy when I'm in need. He is my friend, my confidant. He's more He's even more than that. He's my brother. He's my brother. Now, most of all, get this. Get this. Most of all, guess what? He's inside me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him praise unto today, beloved. Praise his name in his house. Just lift your hands up and and just thank him for all that he's done. Think about all of the things that he's done for you and the things that he's going to do for you. Just think about it and give him some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I mean, you better give him some praise because I'm going to give him the praise because I know he loves me. I don't know about you, but he loves me. So I'm going to give him some praise. I praise you, Father God, in this place. Hallelujah. Lift your name up to the rafters. Hallelujah. If it wasn't for you, where would we be? Hallelujah. 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 You know what, guys? I want to give you some encouraging scripture that that you can look at, that you can ponder over on those days when you know you're down or you think that he don't got your back. Because you know he got your back, right? 
God don't only got your back. He got your forward. He got your front. He got your back. He got your sides. He got your north. He got your west. Wherever you turn, he got some for you. Let me read something to you that God led me to. Okay? When you feel like giving up, when you feel you're missing out on what God has to offer, there are so many things that demand our attention. And while it may be good to leave behind unhealthy relationships, we talked about that, jobs, habits, it's also so important to keep fighting for what is good and right. So you fight for your marriage. You fight for your kids. You fight for your health. Don't give up. Don't give up. Know that you are not alone. And know that we are in the hands of God Almighty. He will provide us strength. He says in Philippians 4.19 that God supplies us with all of our needs. So he will supply us with the strength. He will supply us with the peace that we need. He will supply us with the calm that we need. He supplies us with the power and authority that we have. He supplies us with the answer. He is the answer for cancer. He is the protector against COVID. Are you Psalm 91 equipped? He equips you. He is your armor. You have the armor of God that you can don. You have the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the evil one. You have the breastplate of righteousness. He supplies you with all of that, especially when we need it most. So let me lead you to a couple of scriptures that'll help you out. Ladies and gentlemen, get out your Bibles. Get out your pens and your pads. Let's get to writing. Your phones, let's get to typing. Your tablets, let's go. Turn to 2 Chronicles 15, verse 7. Okay, and it reads here, But as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. As for you, be strong and do not give up. See, ladies and gentlemen, there is something that you got to do. You see, in order for God's strength to show through you, you got to be willing to be that vessel and be strong. You got to be you got to you got to be the vessel. The strength got to come through somewhere, somehow. So how do you be strong? Go to God. So there's something that you got to do. You can't give up. You got to go to God. See, because in your own flesh, you're going to give up. What did I say? I said my flesh is dark. My flesh leads me to dark times. So I got to be strong enough to turn it over to him. And that's at any time. Even if you, even if you, even if you clapped at somebody and and things is getting out of control, you gotta go to God. You gotta go to God. At some point in time, you gotta go to God. Because 
once you go to him, right? Once you go to him, he's going to give you that calm that you need. He's going to give you that peace that you need. He's the one that's going to sustain you. He's the one that's going to give you the answers. He's the one that's going to tell you, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't say anything. Be silent. Be still. Don't go over there. Go this way. Stop. Be quiet. He will tell you all of those things. And when you do it, you are now going against your flesh because your flesh is going to want you to do something else. And then when you do what God tells you to do, you're going to see the positive outcome that comes out of it where it says, for your work will be rewarded. What is the work? The work is doing what God told you to do and not yourself. That's 2 Chronicles 15, verse 7. Here's another one for you. Go to Isaiah 41, verse 10. This one says, So do not fear. You see, you see, what's at the root of every human being who is in touch with their emotions, who is in touch with their carnal side, who's in touch with their flesh, is fear. Fear supersedes everything. Fear is why people are in jail. Fear, fear is why people are in the hospital. Fear is why people are in the grave. Fear why people fear is why people join gangs. Fear is why people join the police force. Fear is why people are in the KKK and the and BLM. It's fear. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying what's the the spirit behind it, fear. But remember I said, there's an answer and God supplies that answer in his word. Isaiah 41 says, Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear for I, I am God, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. What does dismayed mean? Dismayed means worried, anxious, fearful it says do not be dismayed so it says in the beginning it says so do not fear then it says do not be dismayed it's letting you know at each corner and turn you don't have to be worried you don't even have to be concerned and what does it say it says for I am your God and look what it says further it says I will strengthen you and help you. That's where you get your strength from. What does it say in the other scripture? It says, but as for you, be strong and do not give up. It says here, I will give you strength. And then it says, I will help you. So first, so first, he's giving you a directive. He says, so do not fear. He's giving you an order. Do not fear, for I am with you. Then it says, do not be dismayed. He's giving you an order. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. So, Because I'm your God. I am with you. Remember when I said Jesus is more than a brother? He's in me, right? It says, for I am your God. Now, as your God, this is what I'm going to do for you. I will strengthen you. 
and I will help you. Not only that, but look at what he says. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Remember I said God had his finger on me? I wasn't even saved at the time. Now he has his old hand on me. And it says right here, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So he loves you. He got your back. He got your front. He got your sides. He's going to hold you up. When you're weak, when you're fearful, when you're dismayed, he's going to hold you up so you don't have to be in a way. He's going to give you strength. He's going to bestow you with strength. Who else can you trust? And let me take you to Jeremiah 29, 11. It says here, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Wow, what a God that we serve. Hallelujah. He is a mighty God, right? He's beautiful. He's beautiful indeed. So let me, let me, I want to, I want to break it down to you. I want to break it down to you what happened to me, why I'm so rejoiced, why I'm rejoicing now with you. Me and wifey, we went on, we, everybody knows we went to Florida, we went on vacation. We, in fact, we, we, we were partying from, uh, we were partying like five, four, since August, since my birthday, right? So we, we was on a staycation, then we went on a vacation, we went to Florida. Now, before we went down to Florida, we knew that we were going to be moving to a new spot and so forth and so on. So um, what I did was there was a check that I was expecting, and I wanted that check to go to the new address. So I called my financial institution and said, hey, listen, I want this check to go to this new address. They said, okay, cool, right? So we was going on vacation, we were going to Florida. I was thinking, okay, when I get back from Florida, that big fat check is gonna be there and everything is gonna be fine at the new address and everything is gonna be cool. Well, two weeks later, um, my wife was saying to me, hey, the check did not come. Did you, should you call them? And I was like, why would I need to call them? It should only be taken care of. Now, remember, we got back in September. So I said, you know what? Let me, um, let me give them a call and see what's going on. It turns out my financial institution said, oh, okay, well, we work with this financial institution over here. So you were supposed to call them and tell them that you were changing your address. Needless to say, they never told me that the first time. So I said, okay, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, you know, I called the other institution. The other institution said, okay, yeah, we put the change of address in. Okay, uh, we have to send you a form to get the change of address going so you can get your check. I said, okay. So the, I had to wait for the form to come. The form came. I filled it out automatically. I got it notarized. I had to pay for that. And then I had to pay to get it sent back. So I sent it back. So... What is this? We're, we're in October now. I mean, we're in, we're in November now. November, I still don't see any check. So now I call them back. And I said, hey, listen, I mailed this I mailed this to you guys uh, about two weeks ago. Um, I still haven't seen the check. And they said, oh, well, yeah, we never got it. You never got it. No, you never got it. Sorry. Uh, you have to mail it again. 
mail it again. It's like, there's got to be a better way because I already mailed it. Y'all should have been gone. It's been two weeks. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, well, you can fax it to this number. I said, fax? I said, okay, I'm going to take care of this right now. I said, okay. They said, okay. So I sent the fax in and then I called them back and they were like, uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, it takes 24 hours for us to uh, retrieve the fax. So um, call us back tomorrow. I said, okay. I waited two days and I called them back and they said that they never received it. So now I'm livid. Remember, I'm doing a hallelujah, hallelujah, you know, <laughs> hallelujah. And I'm like, uh, this thing still didn't come. So I called. So they gave me another fax number and I spoke to a supervisor. The supervisor said, fax this to me. I'll make sure I get it and I'll call you when I got when I get it. I said, okay, so I faxed it to him again. This is the third time I faxed it now. And uh, needless to say, I called him the next day. They never got the fax. They never got the mail. They never got the fax. They never got the fax. So now I'm ready to go off. But as soon as I spoke to this lady, God said, she's going to get everything correct. I said, okay. So I was nice to her. And she was nice to me, and she was so pleasant. However angry I felt, I wasn't angry anymore. She was so nice. She helped me out. She got on a computer with me. We didn't have to do no facts. We didn't have to do a mail. She did it right on a computer with me. I made the corrections right there, and I sent it to her. And she said, Mr. Matthews, you're going to be getting this check in seven to 10 business days. And I was so elated that this woman helped me, that I didn't have to get all loud, that I didn't have to get in my flesh, I didn't have to get in my carnal, I didn't have to clap at them, I didn't have to threaten that I was going to sue them. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Because I left everything to who else? God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, God will take care of you in the time that you need him to take care of you. But the first thing, as soon as I picked up that phone, the first thing that God said to me when I heard her voice was, she's going to be the one to take care of you. Her favor, my favor is going to be shown through her. And I was so happy that she took care of me that I uh, asked to speak to the supervisor so that I could give her a good recommendation for her excellent customer service, which the other people, they never even told me that. I could have just did it online and took care of everything by going to their, their web, website. No, not even the supervisor told me that. So what they're going to do is they're now going to um, initiate a new uh, protocol so that every supervisor and every worker, a customer service representative, um, remembers to turn to um, give the customer, inspire the customer for all options, email website, fax number, and to send it by mail. And to 
and to work on the department that receives the fax numbers, to, the, the faxes to make sure that they get the right information and expediently and effectively make sure that the uh, customers' uh, information that they disseminate to them gets transferred into the computer immediately. All of that was done. All that was taken care of. That's God, ladies and gentlemen. That's God. That's God. But the first thing I had to do, I had to listen to his voice when he said, this is how to take care of this situation. Yeah, that's the all-encompassing power of God. And that's the relationship that we have. And I trusted him. I trusted him that he was gonna, that he was telling me the right thing to do. That he, that once he told me that, um, you know, he has plans for me to prosper. So him having plans for me to prosper, he's gonna, he's 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 taking care of the situation. He's he's taking care of the situation for me. So he has plans for me to prosper. He strengthened me by me not getting upset. Right? He took care of that. He took care of the situation for me. He upheld me with his mighty righteous hand. His mighty right righteous hand. So I didn't have to fear. I wasn't in fear. So I didn't have to yell. I didn't have to clap at anybody. I didn't have to get at anybody. And guess what happened? By the time now the woman was on the phone for me with me for about three hours. By the time I got home, I checked the mail, and there was a check in the mail from a whole other different financial institution waiting for me. <laughs> you can't tell me we don't serve a mighty God. You cannot tell me that we don't serve a mighty God. Come on. I did the right thing. I listened to him. And look at what happened. Let's go to Joshua 1 verse 9. Let's go to Joshua 1 verse 9. Let's look at what it says. I hope you got your pants. Hope you got your pants. Hope you got your Bible. Go to Joshua 1 verse 9. What does it say? It says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong. Be courageous. You see, being strong and being courageous, that means that at the times when you want to get loud with somebody, at the times when you want to step to somebody, you're not being strong. You're not being strong. When you take it to him, you're at your most humble state and you're at peace. So when somebody's trying to bring you to business, it won't even bother you. That's being strong. Being humble is the best strength that you can ever have. Joshua 1 verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. See, because again, fright, again, fear is at the head of this. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God 
will be with you wherever you go. It don't get no better than that, ladies and gentlemen. It don't get no better than that. It only gets good. And remember, this is a command. He's telling you to be strong and be courageous. That means be humble. Be humble to him. Now, you're humble to him. He will bring you to this peace that passes all understanding. And you won't have no time to be afraid. You will have no time to be discouraged, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because with God, you'll be able to do anything. There's nothing that is not beyond your reach again. Look, listen, there was a time when I would have threatened that lady. I would have, she would have gotten, she's so nice. Hello, hi, thank you for calling. Yes, how may I help you? I thought about, listen, woman, let me tell you something. I, I need your supervisor. I don't want to hear your voice. I want to, da, 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 da. I want to, da, da, da. guess what she would have said? Sorry, my supervisor's not in. Have a blessed day. And I wouldn't have got nothing out of it. But I didn't, and therefore, Therefore, I can't do everything that I want to do because of my loud mouth. Go to Mark 10, verse 27. Let's see what, what it says about that, about handling anything, about being able to do anything. What does it say? It says, verse 27, Mark 10, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But not with God. All things are possible with God. Do I need to say any more? Do I need to say anything else? Do I need to say anything else, beloved? And most of all, don't have fear anymore. Because it says right here in Matthew 11, verse 20, uh, Matthew 11, verse 28, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, because I will give you rest. The ultimate, the ultimate show of faith is rest. Rest, ladies and gentlemen. How? Just come to God through the almighty privilege of having Jesus in you, the Holy Spirit there telling you, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? All you got to do to go to him is make him a part of your life. And now is the best time that you can experience what I've experienced and so many billions of other people have experienced. Total freedom. You want to come to Jesus? You want to come to Christ? Now's the time. So, let go of your thoughts, let go of the bad thoughts by giving them to Jesus and just say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I recognize that 
I'm a sinner. And I don't want to be a sinner anymore. I recognize that Jesus sacrificed his life on the cross for my sins. I want Jesus to come into my life right now to take away my sins, to take away my iniquities, to take away my infirmities. I repent, meaning I make a 180 degree change to do what you want me to do. Go where you want me to go and be who you want me to be. I will be open to your will, to your voice, and to your word and to your calling. In Christ, Emmanuel, Jesus, yes, he was mighty name. You pray and say, amen. Amen, amen, amen. If you said that prayer, you are now saved. You are now one of his beloved. You will now see breakthrough miracles and things that you've always wanted to do come in line with you you are you are blessed you're about to see a hundred thousands of angels bless you with uh breakthrough and, and 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 blessings that you never thought that you can achieve you are about to go up you're all the way up your life is about to change and it's about to change for the better well, ladies and gentlemen, God loves you. All you got to do is trust him. And you'll see your life change. Your life is about to change for the better. You're about to be a mark that can never be erased. Hey, listen, if you just said that prayer and you just saved, you got saved, what I want you to do is text, um, email us at UFO. L Ministries International. That's I-N-T-L. UFL Ministries I-N-T-L at gmail.com. We'll help you um, uh, uh, get you a Bible, uh, understand scripture, and uh, help God lead you to the perfect church that's going to uh, build you up in your calling and um, what he has for you to do in this life for somebody else. Hey, this is... Uh, the Devil Slayers, the love chapter, coming at you, and we'll be signing off. Jerry Royce, the Positive Power 21 Radio Network. We love you guys. We love all of you. And only God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit love you more. Ciao for now. That's right.